Hello and welcome to Putting People First, the podcast all about improving your employee experience at work. I'm your host, Jamie, director here at Sodexo, specialising in employee engagement. Today we're going to talk about an important topic for the HR industry, well-being at work, with our special guest, Matt Dawson, MBE. You'll know Matt as a Rugby World Cup winner with England, winner of Strictly Come Dancing and Celebrity Masterchef, and also a big advocate for all things mental health and well-being. We'll be chatting about what employee well-being means, why it matters, and what role an employer should be playing. So Matt, it's great to talk to you today. Um, first question really, how's it all going for you, chat? Hi, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I think because the light is at the end of the tunnel, um, I, I, I've had a bit of a boost of morale. Uh, there have been a few sunny days of spring. Um, and yeah, ducks tend to be sort of in a row at the moment. I, I'd be lying if I said that um, the last three or four months have been a cruise and I'm really used to working in lockdown because I found that really difficult. Um, but definitely, uh, definitely on the up and uh, yeah, things seem to be making sense. So uh, yeah, I'm very positive at the moment. Well, it sounds as if you've got a smile on your face, so that's that's good. That is good. Um, so, Matt, thanks so much for joining us today for this podcast. And, and the topic is about well-being, and in particular, well-being at uh, work. Um, what does it mean to you, well-being at work? And, and from your perspective, why does it really matter? Why should we really care about it? Well, uh, I mean, I, I suppose the, the the facts are are relatively obvious that we spend such a significant part of our lives um say well previous some of us still at work some of us still thinking about work um probably during lockdown some people thinking more about work um uh, over long long days more meetings you know it, it it's vital for us to have a uh, the right mental balance and physical balance we've got to make sure that we incorporate how we feel about work so feeling good about work is going to affect how i feel when i'm not working um as feeling good about myself when i get up in the morning or go to the gym or see my friends and socialize affects how i go to work you know they are hand in glove and um it is it, it's crucial it's crucial for team members senior leaders within uh within the work environment that they are grasping the idea around mental and physical well-being um i, I think jamie listen it's, it's been highlighted and magnified to the nth degree because of the position that we've been in lockdown and just very different circumstances, very different ways of working. Um, yeah, personally, I have been stretched, I wouldn't say to my limit, but certainly I've been stretched mentally to places that I'd never been before, whether that's fire my home life and having COVID in sort of March 2020. Um, 
and you know, in personal life, going through a divorce and having to live with my ex-wife for a year, that was relatively entertaining. Um, thankfully, we get on very well and we're co-parenting the kids and that's been amazing. But it's the challenges have been just insane. Um, so yeah, I've had to work really, really hard on my well-being and I, I can only imagine everybody um, listening to this and the people that they're affecting and they're uh, affected by are going through the same things. It's funny you mentioned there, well, not funny, not funny at all, but you mentioned there about, you talk a lot about personal well-being and the impacts. And as we know at the moment, for many people, there is a blurred line between what is in work and out of work, because for a, for a large proportion of us, our workplace is, is our home. Um, similarly with myself, I had some you know, personal challenges last year. Um, you know, sadly, my, my dad passed away uh, through, through cancer and my availability to see him was restricted. That had a personal well-being impact on me, um, impacting, impacting work. Um, what do you think lockdown has done um, in, in terms of resilience with, with well-being at work, Matt? Have you seen from your perspective personally or for others that it has a, a stronger or lesser effect on that? I think overall I am I'm a I'm a very positive person and um you know, there is no question that we we sh we have taken stock and will continue to reflect on the circumstances that we've been through, and they're all very different. Um, but uh, you know, I'd hazard a guess most of it has been most of us have been through adversity, um, and the the positive energy that I draw from it is exactly that: the resilience uh, and. I've been to places mentally that I've I haven't been I haven't been there for a long time. Probably haven't been there since I was playing rugby, where I've really had to push myself um, to function in a certain manner to you know, pay the bills, to be successful, to improve my skills, um, to stay healthy, to rehabilitate. Um, you know to to get through those those moments of adversity it, it lockdown has been very very stressful um however i've i've you know jeremy you, you know me i'm a, I'm, I'm i am a resilient i'm a sort of nuggety determined um slight workaholic who want you know I, I want to be better as a person you know that's how i sort of strive to be and um you know, you've got to take I, i'm very much along the lines of you've got to take those hits on the chin and enjoy bouncing back um because if we you know if we if we'd all taken the the hits on our chin over the last year or so and we've just accepted them and been pummeled into the corner you know we'll be on the deck and we'll be down and out yeah, we've got to find what makes us spring back up and yeah, bounce back and do something new to overcome that. And whether it is, you know, bereavement, um, whether it's job loss, whether it's stress, depression, family, um, you know, these are all big hits. Uh, but with the right people around us, the right work colleagues around us, the right friends around us then actually, you know, we can bounce back. 
and bouncing back feels blooming good to be perfectly honest when you you know when you when you do get out of those lows and you come back fighting and get yourself back on the upward curve the surge of energy and and adrenaline coursing through your veins and your mind is is a really nice feeling so it's well worth it well worth the effort you mentioned there, Matt, about um, uh, sharing and sharing with your work colleagues on on the topic of well-being. And I'm a I'm a personally huge advocate of of you know creating and having that safe environment where people can share. You know, from your perspective, how much you know should employers be doing to to kind of support that? And and you know, how willing should employees be? Be willing to share in in that type of environment to support on these these types of difficult topics. Uh, well, well, I mean, you mentioned types of environment, and it, it's 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 important that at work that there is the right environment to be able to communicate and share. Uh, and some of that is the physical environment, the type of office that they work in. Um, um, and the, the balance of whether they are going to go to work, they're going to be at home. How what's their with their work scenario like at home? What's their um, you know how are they sat at their desk? How comfy is their chair? How um, how many people can meet in a room? Um, are they going to go to work? How many days are they going to go to work? Uh, it is the immediate environment deemed to be safe and COVID COVID safe. Um, you know, the environment around the physical environment around people is really, really important. Um, as far as sort of sharing with one another, um, one of the easiest ways to encourage and, um, and give security to people that they can share is by, is by example, by leadership and, yeah, you know, I, I am well aware that the more I communicate with people on podcasts like this or presentations, which I have done thousands, um, a, a vast majority of the feedback and the positive feedback will be that they did not expect me to share as much as I did. However, that engages them. Uh, and it makes them feel like they are able then to be able to communicate and you know discuss. It's um, uh, this this is flashed in my mind. So uh, I'm not sure whether this is going to make the podcast or not. But um, I was watching Friends the other day, and there's a scene when. Joey is working in the museum with Ross and Joey is in a blue blazer and Ross is in the white coat and they sit at different tables at lunch um, because that's how they've always done it over the years. And the scene goes on throughout the show to eventually, you know, they're standing up saying, you know, I'm I'm Ross Geller, and you know they sort of he shares his bit of information, and then the next person stands up and shares their bit of information, and then Joey stands up and shares his, and you, and in a weird kind of way, that's that's exactly what happens at work. You know, when the senior leadership team are 
showing a little bit of vulnerability, you'd be amazed how other people then think, actually, I do feel safe in in discussing what I'm going through. And then all of a sudden you have an amazingly secure environment to then help cure those problems. It's funny, Matt, you mentioned that because, um, again, I once, um, you know, employees and even employers, once they realise that, yes, you are human, you know, you're not the boss, you're not the manager, you're not the team leader, um, you're not just a peer or a colleague, you're human. That that human connection is, is important. To, to supporting on on those types of on those types of topics, Matt. If you can cast your mind forward, if you would, to we hope uh, towards the end of June, when uh, social distancing restrictions lift, um, albeit who knows how things can evolve as time moves on. The workplace for employers and employees. What does that look like? from your perspective and, and what are some of the key things that need to be considered when it comes to the topic of mental well-being, which we've talked a lot about already, but also physical well-being support and financial well-being support as well. Uh, yeah. The, the, the physical workplace um, is going to be, uh, is going to be crucial, particularly in the initial stages, because there is going to be this influx of, uh, of people probably sprinting into the office to get away from um, their their desk, their bedroom, their office, their lounge, wherever it is that they've been um, locked down in for the last year. Um, and so having that right is a real opportunity to uh, sort of build on that carte blanche and 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 start from scratch um so i you know i, I know employers are are working tirelessly to make sure that the the offices are not only safe of course but are appealing for the workforce to come back to um but the research tells us that it, it is that the the, the, the Staff are feeling like it's going to be one and a half to two days a week. They would like to work at home and about three days they'd like to go into the office. Um, and getting the balance around that and the productivity around that is still something that needs to be carefully thought of. You know, as much as we are used to Zooms and Teams calls. Um, you know, three people being in a conference room and two people being on a Zoom call, is, is that going to be as productive as possible? Probably not. Uh, and so the feeling in the market, um, and you know, I'm sort of across a little piece of that property, that workplace market, um, the, the feeling in the market is that the office space is going to be, have sorry, it's going to have a rather large focus on collaboration. Um, and when you'll go into the office, there is going to be real purpose about um, how you go to the office and, and work and what you what you bring to the table. There is lots of work that we can do from home and that we probably should do from home um, and spend more time with our family and, and maintain our health and well-being at home 
enjoying time with our partners and friends and family. But actually, this is a real opportunity to for, for employees to uh, grasp the nettle around collaboration and use their space uh, and use the facilities that they can create in the office to be really quite productive. The, the new view of how to uh, attract talent uh, and retain talent um, has been, um, it, you know, it's, been, it's been looked at over the last few years. There is a real race to, to find this talent. So many companies are crossing over um, on, on needing the same type of talent. But it has previously been very much, um, uh, very much that about the uh, about the about the capabilities of the talent. I think what has become apparent now is the type of workspace um, and the type of leadership, how it lends itself to health and well-being going forward has catapulted the um, health and well-being and sort of up a few levels um, for this very specialised, um, attractive talent to want to, you know, they're looking at health and well-being as a priority. I got there eventually. That that's I think that's... My feeling, my understanding, um, the communications that I've had with several businesses in different industries that previously it might well have been, you know, they would be looking to their future. They would look financially. They would look at brands. Um, but really coming on up around the outside now is health and well-being and how are they going to look after me? Um, and that question needs to be answered about uh, how they're going to look after them in the office, but also when they're working from home. You know, is the new is the new company car actually? It's a new office setup at home with you know a, a nice comfy chair and um, great great IT and internet uh, and communication, etc. When they go to the office, are they in an environment which is agile and flexible and collaborative, attractive? What's the food like? Is there regular hydration and nutrition that is going to make them um, perform at the levels that they uh, expect consistently day after day? Um, If you're asking, if you're asking teams to be as productive as they have been in lockdown with the amount of meetings and calls, you know, the, the, those, those numbers are significantly up. If you want people to carry on doing that throughout their day and be as productive, then the environment, the tech, the nutrition, the finance, everything around it has to be up significantly. So there is a massive pressure on the corporate to be making the right decision going forward. But in the same breath as we mentioned earlier, 
this is prime opportunity to really set the corporate stall out so they get it right from day one. And if they do get it right from day one, they are going to attract that talent and be uh, ahead of the game. It's, you know, you mentioned there about so many different things um, outside of pay and bonus, you know, and that whole, uh, let's say, environment, that whole employee experience, the importance of all those different elements um, have so much more, I think, than ever have really come to, to, to the forefront. What about businesses, Matt, that, that don't take that seriously, that, that don't put that on their strategic agenda or as part of their, their HR employee considerations? You know, w- w- what about those businesses? What would be your words to them? Uh, you know, those, those businesses are going to fall behind pretty quick. Uh, it's going to be... Um, it's it's going to be a, a start turnaround. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I don't think that's going to be a surprise for for anyone listening to this. But if you, if you are not taking that 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 part of your business as seriously as everybody else, you are going to get left behind. The um, say the the ability to recruit, uh, retain those types of individuals i mean we we already know at the moment that sort of millennial gen z are not hanging around they are two three years in post and moving on um they want experience uh they want variety they want to be looked after and they will deliver it you know and if you do look after them you are going to get payback from them but you know if if Businesses feel that they're going to go back to where it was before and, you know, everything's just going to calm down and then we'll go back to where we were before. I think they're, they're well and truly mistaken. You know, this, this lockdown has made people reflect on how, how they want to go forward. I think it's, reflected, it's reflective on their own self-worth. I think it's reflective on the value that they give uh, to their friends and their family. I think it's reflective on how they balance their life. Um, you know, too many of, of all of us have uh, gone through significant adver- adversity, which has somewhat scarred us all in different ways. And we all know, uh, you know we all know how that works. We, we, we learn from those real tough times. And uh, I, I think the, um, I think that the talent, the staff, the frontline staff, the teams right now are in a position where they do want to get back to work, but they now know they're not going to waste any opportunity and they're going to go for what's good for them, opposed to maybe previously they may have settled for second or third best. They are going to go into the market hard and fast and find what's what's going to work for them. To your point there, it does really feel that the um, the employees, let's say, of, of tomorrow um, do really understand a lot more about what is important to them, centred around specifically um, the topic of well-being. And, and Matt, really appreciate your uh, honesty, openness and, and um, humility, actually, in many of the, the topics you've spoken about. Just finally, before we before we finish, three key takeaways 
from your perspective for our listeners, what are the three standout things on this topic that you would like them to uh, to think about, reflect overnight or during the day and to take action on tomorrow? Um, okay. I, I, I think the, the, the idea of um, you know, what environment are you trying to create for your team and can you create that environment consistently going forward? Um, that's going to work for, um, you know, was going to work for the business and the staff. Um, so, you know, how, how collaborative that seems to be a really key part of going back to work and using the space appropriately. So the environment, absolutely crucial. I think the, um, in the short term, the ability to, um, communicate and uh, share experiences um, with you know that sort of humility and understanding because the the mental stress and depression that pe- everybody has been under um, it, it, it's you know, we 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 think that just because we're going to be getting out of lockdown that everything's going to be all hunky dory and back to normal coming out of that and setting ourselves up again is going to go through yet. And no doubt we're going to have another dip of mental instability. Um, And so we need to be aware of that and how we communicate to our teams. Um, And thirdly, I suppose the, the, the more generic view of health and well-being being further up the agenda I think is going to be a uh, an enabler for the previous two topics that I've just mentioned there. And, you know, it is that workplace is the nutrition, the hydration, the, the, the ability to stimulate physically and mentally the environment, um, the communication that I've mentioned both, you know, are, it is the health and well-being um, manifesto in the business high enough up the um, priority list. Matt, thank you. Three great takeaways there. Um, and and I, I think your final point there is absolutely spot on and, and, a, and a lovely way to end, which is about the importance of this topic. Um, the importance of it being on the strategic agenda for, for any size of organisation. And as we know, as we, we uh, look to the, uh, the light at the end of the lockdown tunnel, or indeed the new normal that it is, um, that wellbeing is a, is a critical topic that we should continue to talk about, share and um, not shy away from that. Um, Matt, really, really appreciate your time today. Much appreciated. And uh, as always, uh, I hope you stay safe and stay well and, uh, and look after yourself and the family. No problem at all. Thanks, Jamie. Same to you. Same to all the listeners. Look after yourselves and um, no doubt bump into people soon. It's clear that employee wellbeing isn't going away anytime soon. And it's important that as employers, we play a role in supporting our employees' mental and physical health. Even as we emerge out of lockdown, we will all be feeling the effects of this for some time. Whether employees are office-based, remote, or a little bit of both, there are ways for companies to support their teams stay well. 
from ensuring everyone has a good work-life balance to offering financial education and advice around eating well and exercising, there are plenty of options for employers. For more advice and support around looking after employees, make sure to subscribe to our blog. Until next time, stay safe and stay well. Thank you.